2: Faye.
3: <coughs> Faye Zero Season 3 Episode 8 starts now, that means we're 8 weeks into 2023 Oh my goodness, where's the time going? I'm Brandon Davis, joined today by Aaron Perim.
0: Massive show, uh, you guys in the chat, y'all have me dying, the, uh, yeeks talking, we're 1 minute in, let's go
4: <laughs> we got jamie drack good morning i'm no longer recording from my closet i feel wonderful to be out into the light
3: welcome back to the land of the living you may notice that jenna anderson is not here with us today that's because jenna is talking to the cast of ant-man and the Wasp: quantumania today so look for those on comicbook.com slash marvel she's talking to Corey Stoll. She's talking to uh, David Dasmalchi and a couple other wonderful individuals. There will be four total interviews by Jenna coming to comicbook.com slash Marvel. Uh, unfortunately, these are not on video, so you'll have to read them. Gosh, use the, use the eyes there and, and the brain. I'm so sorry. but uh, And also, I'm, I'm talking to Quantumania uh, writer Jeff Loveness uh, after this show. And if you are aware, Jeff is also writing a certain movie called It rhymes with, Shmavengers, the Schmang Schminasty. So, see if we can get some answers out of that. Also not on video, so you'll have to stay tuned. We will have a video on Friday with some spoilery uh, content with Peyton Reed and whatever I talked to Jeff Loveness about today that is spoilery, so stay tuned. We have a big show today. We're going to talk about Quantumania at the top of the show. We got a lot of Marvel news to discuss because they're changing their strategy, it sounds like, and that's going to be a big chunk of today's show. And then we got just, you know, we got Nova talk Woo-hoo-hoo. we got iron man talk yeah yeah and we got a special guest everybody this guy is an absolute legend uh you may know him from walking tall rollbound sons of anarchy shameless and plenty of other titles where his face has been shown on the screen or you might know him every time i see this guy in public it's like oh my god that's that's a guy from holes yes it is zero on Phase Zero, he has toured the world with some epic musicians, and as awesome as his career is, as awesome as his resume is, he is even more awesome as a person. I, I am so happy to have him on the show. I'm even happier to call him a friend. Please welcome to Phase Zero. Everybody, I want to see the comment section go wild right now. Mr. Cleo Thomas! What
1: up? What up? What up, y'all? What's going on? I can't believe I'm actually on Phase Zero. Like, this is, this is the moment for me. Like, this I, I you know always see the clip, and I'm like, yo, will I ever get a chance to be there? And now I'm on phase zero. I love this.
3: I mean, I'm, I, I'm sorry that, you know, your, your career peak had to come, you know, now and not, you know, I, you know this is the moment. <laughs> this is, but congratulations. You, you made it.
1: Yes, I made it. I made it to phase zero. I get a chance <laughs> to be here with you guys, talk all about all this great Marvel news that's coming out and Quantumania. Quantumania.
3: Should I just start? I was going to listen. I had some questions for you, but I could just start with what you think of Quantumania.
1: Oh, no, if you have questions, this is your show. This is your show. I'm just happy <laughs> to be here. I'm just happy to be here. Well, no, we'll, we'll
3: get to the Quantumania talk. I don't want to put you on the spot right away. I want our audience to get to know you for somehow they don't yet. Cleo, okay. you've been you've been in and out of the Marvel circles going to all these events and everything. I want to hear how you first got involved in this scene where you're, you're, you're surrounded by the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all the geek things we love at comicbook.com.
1: Man, I grew up a gigantic comic book fan first and foremost. I mean, I was just having this discussion with my brother where we, we knew comic facts as kids, but di- we don't remember how we figured those things out because there wasn't internet like that for us to just go and Google and figure out what the things were. But it, it came from, you know, the cartoons to the video games. I mean, the fact that there's a Marvel versus Capcom arcade cabinet in my room, like, that lets you know how real this is for me. Like, I am one of those kind of guys. Uh, getting a chance to go, of course, to the premieres and, and, you know, see the stars and see all the work that's been put in uh, and feel that energy from all the fans. You know, this, it's, it's an incredible experience. And uh, fingers crossed one day that, you know, the, the worlds will just cross just right. And opportunity will meet and preparation will meet. And uh, I get a chance to bring Jetstream to life. So, Marvel, before you get into anything else, Jetstream needs to make an appearance one day.
3: You know, Kevin foggy watches this show every week. So <laughs> I have been two feet away from Kevin Feige
1: twice and I froze up. Well, you and haven't I- met him yet? i haven't met him yet man
3: oh okay hold on here's the thing listen if we if we're both if if we're both lucky enough to be at the guardians of the galaxy 3 premiere i'm telling you right now we got to make this happen okay we got to make this happen kevin is like the easiest person in the world to talk to it's unbelievable that i even like as i say this stuff i feel so spoiled to even know that but kevin is like the nicest classiest guy in the world he's so easy to talk to he's just a good guy he'll he'll immediately start asking you questions
1: okay He's cool. A I'll be ready for it. I'll be yeah. ready for it. I've been there, right there, like two feet away, and I was like, "Nah, nah, not too much on the mind. I'll do this one." No, you hey, got. Can... Yeah, it's all right. It's
3: cool. Just out. walk up, bring the printed uh, headshot, and just be like, "Here, let's listen." listen. <laughs> <Head> <laughs>
4: yeah, okay. that'll go over well. Do that. I hear
3: that's how you get a roll. <laughs>
1: Absolutely not happening. No way. No way. I
4: think BD's trying to
3: sabotage you. It seems,
4: seems like, now I think he has motives.
3: Well, I, I heard Kevin was looking at Cleo for Nova and I was like, that's mine, bro. That's mine. That's mine. Wow. Wow.
1: BD. BD.
3: I would love that for you, man, because then I'd get to be friends with Nova. That'd be dope. So yeah, you man. you've, I mean, I know you've shared the screen with Black Adam and some other superheroes. Have you worked yeah. with anybody from the Marvel cinematic universe or any of the Marvel? Marvel movies.
1: Yeah, I I actually did a film called "Remember the Days" uh, with Brie Larson. uh, Not uh, quite some time ago. Now we didn't share any screen time together, but we both were uh, filming in somewhere in South Carolina. We were were over there for like two months, and then I ran into Brie backstage at the D23 uh, event because I was hosting the the Disney Plus stage, and we saw each other in an immediate embrace. So it was cool to be able to connect with her. I'm like, "Yo, you're 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 Captain Marvel." Like that's yeah. pretty legit. So shout out to Bree Larson, man. Yeah, that I've worked with her. Of course, the rock, of course, being a you know Black Adam. So yeah, those would be the two on my resume that I've had the chance to to work with
3: in film. So what's Brie Larson like when she flips the switch and goes into acting mode?
1: She's uh intense. She's a true, true uh thespian. And she's I mean, you know, when when the film that actually put her, what was the what was the film that came out that kind of gave her the where everyone had to just start paying attention to her amazing? Short term wealth thank you
4: short term 12 yeah
1: yeah yeah she she's been a G, so uh it, it was beautiful to be able to share you know share time with her and um excited for I, we just saw the, the poster drop not too long ago and uh, like that would that, that's not a fan made poster like that's an official poster right yeah that's so far now
3: here's the thing now the posters the good posters you're like hold on that has to be fan made because the posters <laughs> have gotten so ridiculous Yo, we used to see the cooler
1: posters coming from the fans, and now it's like, no, 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 all right, all right, all right, okay, you guys had your fun, now we're going to put out what it really needs to look like, and that, that poster looks dope, I'm we excited got one right.
3: Yeah, the Marvels and the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That first poster for Guardians 3, I loved it. So yeah. you, you went to D twenty three. Also, I want to point out Jamie went to D twenty three this year too. We can't let that slide. Jamie Jamie, Jamie, I don't know if anybody's she's ever mentioned that, but Jamie's been there. Uh but you've all I mean, you've been to a lot of these events. You didn't meet Feige. Have you met anybody at these events or interviewed anybody that stands out as like, all right, that was a cool moment. This was this 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 guy, this girl was pretty dope. <laughs> You know, I had the I had the
1: opportunity to bring Taj Mario on stage at my uh, at my booth because we were celebrating the 25th anniversary of uh, Smart Guy, and he let the crowd know that I beat him for the role of Zero in Holes, and I I didn't. This was supposed to be about celebrating him, and of course, like I, I said it on stage, there would be no Cleo Thomas if it wasn't for Taj because I grew up watching Smart Guy, and I'm like, I can do that. Like I know I can do that one day. And he let the he let the audience know that man, and that was a really really special moment for somebody I looked up to to give that moment back to me in that sense. So shout out to shout out to Taj Mahari man.
3: That's dope. Man. And that's the game. That's the game in in, in this in, in the entertainment business. You got to put other people over because, uh, yeah. you know, take an opportunity to put somebody else over. You're helping everybody out. And you're a good yeah. dude. You deserve it, man. So it doesn't surprise me somebody wanted to recognize you like that. Thank you, brother. Thank yes, you, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Now, this this might make or break if the audience here thinks you're a good dude, Cleo. Okay. But uh, we've been pretty honest on our thoughts. I don't know if you listen, but we've been pretty honest and pretty mixed. Uh, what did you think of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania? I thought
1: that this incredible cinematic film was okay. It was okay. It was yeah. okay. It was okay. Listen, I'm not I I was never the biggest Ant Man fan for me growing up. And this film, when it first started, like the, the very first one, it immediately gave a different view of like what we could be getting from Marvel. So I'm like, oh, we're going straight comedy. It's Paul Rudd. It's 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 going to be completely different. Then we get to Quantumania, and I got to be honest, I just wanted to see Jonathan Majors beat the hell out of Paul Rudd, and my my wish came true. So,
3: yeah. Oh, it came true at the very end with that one sleeve off, and you're like, wow, this dude really is in Creed three.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> uh, let's give that man some credit for getting in the gym, and and I, we saw his work. I think he put out a video talking about his workout regimen or a schedule. And I don't think people understand how hard that really is to be shooting and filming. Like being on set, you're on all kind of crazy hours. You have to put on the performance, eat in between takes, get your teeth clean. So that like, if you're doing like a period piece and you've got like like chicken and something in your teeth, you can't have that. So he's got to get that out. Then bust over to the gym, do it twice a day, and continue getting the carbs up, bro, bro. You got it. You got it, man. Let let him beat the hell out of everyone in the MCU. I'm fine. <laughs>
3: it looks like it looks like a thousand of him are about to beat up everybody in the mcu so quantumania the movie made 120 million dollars in its four-day opening obviously that's the biggest for the ant-man trilogy so far uh but if you compare three-day openings the first ant-man made 57 million ant-man and the wasp made 76 million and quantumania made 105 million i've you know the movie has a 48 percent review score on rotten tomatoes and an 84 percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's interesting. Critics are being pretty tough. Jamie didn't love it. I I didn't love it. Jamie just loved it a little bit less than me. Even I thought. It, I'm with you, Cleo. I thought it was okay. Uh, <laughs> we found out on Twitter that Tony, Jamie's boyfriend, and did indeed, indeed indeed did hate it as Jamie predicted. Jamie, go on, would... Let's go, let's stop there. What? Uh, what? Tony
4: has officially ranked Quantum dead last in his entire MCU ranking. As I predicted i knew he wouldn't like it and uh, my second watch it it is in my bottom three uh with wow. the potential to go even further down i will say though on my second watch Modoc did grow on me I, I i was laughing a lot at Modoc on the second go around but i i really think that this movie doesn't succeed at all in so many ways i think it just looks like nothing and it feels like nothing um i didn't hate it i don't i don't hate any of these movies there's not it's i i did give it a three star but that a three star is the lowest for me as a marvel goes um and i just feel like this movie should have been for me everything about it um so yeah second watch was not more successful than the first watch but I, i did predict tony's reaction accurately
3: yeah yeah, I thought it was just aggressively okay for me. I'm with you. I'm with you, Cleo. Uh, but I find it interesting. I've been I've been you know on Twitter over the weekend, and I know my feed, and especially the Phase Zero feed, is largely Marvel fans. The people I follow, the the Phase Zero community, we want to like this stuff. But I you know I, I see a lot of people are really liking this movie, and I got texts from friends who are not you know in the in our phase zero community i and I, before the show i talked about this i've talked about it on the show before i call it the uber driver test what would some random person who shows up at your house say you know the, the not the person who has any taste influenced by the kind of people you keep around and kind of magnetized to just the random person and i do think it seems like the random people like the casual movie goer is enjoying this and also a lot of hardcore Marvel fans are enjoying this. I'm seeing negativity too, but I really have enjoyed seeing so much positivity around this film. I mean, Aaron, what are are you have you talked to anybody kind of outside of our bubble or seen anything any reactions that have that has drawn helped you see what the consensus is on this film? Um so most of the
0: people I talk to who don't watch this stuff, like don't have this as their job or whatever, like, like it, it's fine. You know, I, I said to Jim Viscardi, I'm like, I think we have a venom situation on here where all the critics are like, and then like normal people are like, ah, I like Paul Rudd. He's, he's charming. He's fun. Jonathan Majors is super jacked. I'm going to see it for reasons. I'm going to see this movie <laughs> for the plot. Like, that's what it feels like. in a lot of the people who are not like following the stuff religiously too. Um, so I I don't think that I I I don't know if we're just out of step. I, I we'll get more into my thoughts on that later in the show about like people who have this as our jobs and how we evaluate these things versus like casual people. But mm. it's been much more positive. I was like, wow, people I thought so. Like I made this spy kids joke, but people like spy kids. They make four of them. They made like a million of them. You know? <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. Cleo, what are you seeing from people in your life, their thoughts on Quantumania? I,
1: I, same thing Aaron just said. Like, the casual moviegoer who's not all the way into this, not the super fans, not the people who own, you know, Funko Pops of these characters, they're enjoying it. I think they just enjoy to have a, a story told them and go on a ride. Visually, it's the movie's incredible. Like, that's what people go to cinema for, you know? So people are are definitely not giving the the negative overall five of the film i think it's coming from more of us as the people who are the super uber duper fans like we see jonathan majors and we're just like yeah like thanos version 2.0 destroy everything it's like okay well we got to build to that maybe let us like build to it maybe that's what i'm feeling from the crowd
3: it's and for me it's like i feel like i keep getting uh, like my words thrown back at me because i said Slow down the releases, and then they were like, We're delaying Nova. Uh, more on that in a moment. I said, You know, tell us where we're going. They announced Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, and I was like, We're getting there too fast. So, I don't know, I don't. I, there's a reason I don't write these things, there's a reason I don't do all this, but I'm just here as an audience member who wants to love this stuff and very much still loves a lot of this stuff. Uh, but it's just interesting because you think about Thanos. And the Guardians of the Galaxy debuted and we were all like, oh, they're going to be the next Avengers movie. And they weren't. They were not in Age of Ultron. They were, wait- they, you know, they waited to cross over with everybody till Infinity War. and They didn't even meet everybody in Infinity War. But it was like, you know, you had these pieces that were introduced and then they- it just felt like the Infinity Stones took their time. Whereas Loki now and Quantumania have both introduced Kang and in both cases ended the same way. Where we're just like, well, here's the concept. Just stay tuned because it, you know, maybe we'll develop. Ev- I just, I don't know. Like I said on last week's show, guys, the multiverse. I just don't care about other universes yet, and I do think they need to make me care about other universes. And uh, the only one I care about is six one six, as as Christine Palmer from eight three eight called it. And uh, I don't know, I, uh, stakes don't feel there for me yet, other than maybe these characters that we follow in the main universe getting killed off. And I'm like, well, then go ahead, wipe out the other universes if y'all got to preserve yourselves. Which
1: post credit scene did we first get introduced to Thanos in? Avengers,
3: Avengers 1. 1. Yep. Wow. Got, like one second of Thanos in Avengers yeah. 1. He didn't even speak, turned his head. Then you got him, so 2012 you got Thanos turning his head, 2014 you got Thanos sitting in a chair in Guardians of the Galaxy, 2015 you got Thanos putting on the empty Infinity Gauntlet in the Age of Ultron post credit scene, and then 2018 you got Thanos hunting the stones. And I'm pretty sure that's all the appearances of Thanos, until obviously, to until Endgame. I don't think he was in anything else. Wow.
4: I think that was a smarter route to take, because... Uh, I mean, I think, that, like, you know, we've talked, like, is this king really dead and all that, but it's like, we just got a lot of something, and then it's done, but is it not done? And I'm already like, good thing Jonathan Major just really good, because otherwise I wouldn't be excited. But he's really good. But I feel yeah. like threequels are in their flop era. Uh, I didn't like Cooks 3. I didn't like Halloween Ends. Uh, the third Jurassic World, you know, and it's like Creed 3, as the only movie left that has the potential to save three equals. And I'm because quantum mania, I thought it was going to be that. So Creed three, come on, please.
3: <laughs> Guardians of the <laughs> galaxy volume three is coming to save us all.
4: That's yeah. I, I can't even like, that's like, I I have no worry about that movie. Like not even like a part of me is worried about that. I, I'm, I trust more, I'm just James nervous. Gun.
3: I want to like it. It's so important to me that I like that movie that if it's not good, I'm going to be, I'm going to be more heartbroken than if they kill everybody.
1: Whew. That trailer has me so nervous. I'm not going to lie. That trailer, when I see Quill screaming, I'm like, who's dying? Who's dying that has Quill like that irate and out of Everyone. his mind? Really?
3: Everyone. That's your 3 <laughs> Everyone's going to go? Yeah, I hope not. I, ho- yeah, I don't right. know. I think Drax and Rocket are going.
1: I did. that. Yep. Those are my two my two guesses originally. Yep. All right. So
3: before we take a quick break and talk about the Disney, uh, the new approach to phase five and six, Cleo, I got two more questions for you. What was the best project, in your opinion, in phase four?
1: Best project in phase four. Is Shang-Chi considered phase four? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, taste. I, I got a rep for the home team, man. Big shouts to Christopher Clark Cowan. He worked on there as the action director, one of the action director and designers, as far as all the fight scenes. And uh, we did a, a project called UALA together. You guys can check that out on YouTube if you want. And I really enjoyed Shang Chi. I really did. And I fell in love with Loki, man. I was hooked
3: every time. Cleo, you're winning right now.
1: Bro, when that theme song hit, I was locked in. I'm like, yo, what's next? I really enjoyed Loki. And then the the build up to the final episode. And then, you know, we're getting ready to see Kang or or, and uh, and it's not he's not um, he's not the Kang the Conqueror. You know what I mean? Like he was a whole totally different vibe. So it completely switched it up for me. I'm like, wait, what, what is happening here? And his performance was wild. And we we see how it all ends. And now we got Loki season two on the way. So those are my two. I got to see Shang-Chi and Loki.
3: Did we just become best friends? <laughs> you want to go do karate in the garage? All right. Let's the last it, question. What's uh, what's your most anticipated title for phase five now that Quantumania is out of the way?
1: Ooh. Okay. I'm looking at my list because I had to pull this up. We got Guardians of the Galaxy, like we just mentioned. We got the oh, Marvels. Man. Uh, we've got Captain America, New World Order, Thunderbolts, Blade, Deadpool 3, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Echo, Agatha. I forgot about Agatha.
2: I yeah. forgot about Agatha. Us back, now I'm
1: speaking dude. to me. I forgot about Agatha. Oh, <laughs> crap. Okay. I'm going to go with, we've had too many delays with Blade, and now I'm getting upset. Now I'm getting upset. Okay? But, like, my first, like, a, I had a Blade poster in my room as a kid. Like, my mom let me watch that movie. Like, that's that's wild to me. All that killing and the vampires and stuff. But Blade was my guy. I dressed up as Blade for Halloween that same year. So when they announced that Mahershala Ali would be playing Blade, I'm like, let's do this. I met Wesley Snipes two months after the announcement. And I was like, oh, my God, that's him. Um, I'm going to go with Blade. But also, in direct tie, Deadpool 3. Ooh, yeah. Deadpool 3 has the potential to do something cra- It's him. It's It's him. He can do whatever he wants. Hugh got- Jackman's back. Yeah, I never thought he put the claws back on. Logan was a great send off, but he's
3: back. That oh, means more can- X Men, which you I'm, all, I'm bet only bet waiting for. This won't for those. even be his last one. You can bet on it. There's no way they don't bring them all back for Secret Wars. There's no way. There's no way. As far as all the X Men, I well, I like just as many actors from previous Marvel franchises as they can get.
1: Wow, you see that
3: that Secret Wars poster is going to be insane. It's going to be insane. <laughs> I can't Where's wait. I'm going to hunt down as many autographs as I possibly can.
1: I didn't think about that, but yo, they got to go pull everybody. Do it, everybody. So you, so you, so 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 let's let's break that down. Uh, what's my man's name? Lee
3: Schreiber, who played Sabretooth? Liv Schreiber as Sabretooth is the first one that comes to mind for you.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> like I love I love You're going Schreiber back to the first X-Men
1: movie oh, immediately. Yes. Yes, bro. Like he he did a dope he did a dope portrayal for Sabretooth when I grew up watching the X-Men cartoons and every time Wolverine and Sabretooth got into it, I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah." But you want him on the poster? He's going to come out of nowhere? no
3: no no i'm talking about it i'm oh. saying i'm saying i'm saying bring well i mean sure bring them back but i'm saying you could have every mcu character who's still there i'm talking captain america shang chi hawkeye and hawkeye black gotcha. widow you know everybody black panther put everybody in there but then you can have hugh jackman you can have halle berry you can have james marsden hopefully not ty sorry ty i love you but preferably james marsden because why not uh maybe fabka jansen maybe sansa i don't care you could bring in Nicolas Cage. You could like oh. bring them all. Bring in Ben <laughs> Affleck. Let's go. Yo, will I am. Uh, I know you're somewhere. <laughs> yes. Out there, yes. <laughs> bring, give us Channing Tatum. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Yo, shout out to Channing Tatum, man. He definitely sat on that Gambit role for quite some time, and we we didn't get that. But I remember one else?
3: time I was talking to somebody uh, who was involved with the film before when it was like getting ready to move, move and they were telling me they were hyping how good Channing Tatum's Cajun accent was going to be. And I was like, really? And they were like, oh, yeah, he's doing a Cajun accent. It's going to be awesome. I was like, well, all right, it's going to be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a movie. <laughs> and then it, i was wrong it turned out it wasn't going to be a movie so on that note we're gonna take a quick one minute break everybody when we come back we're gonna talk about how these phase five and phase six plans with marvel studios they're, they're they're going through quite a shake-up right now so we'll talk about that in just a moment see you there
2: selling a little or a lot
3: Welcome back to Phase Zero. For everybody who watches this live, you can uh, hear the Zemo dance music during the one-minute breaks. I don't know if that music makes it to the podcast form, uh, But, yeah, we got the Zemo music playing on the breaks just to get the dance party going, keep everybody fired up. And I'm proud of the comment section for recognizing Peter put in the work to find that song and play it on today's show. And we haven't gotten taken down off the air yet. So we appreciate you for letting us do that, Disney. All right. Welcome back to Phase Zero. BD here. Jamie and Aaron are with me. And our special guest, Cleo Thomas. So we're about to chop up how Disney is shaking things up here. There's been a lot of news about Phase 5 and Phase 6 because a movie came out. Kevin Feige did interviews. And then more and more grapevine stuff started you know, being heard. So they're slowing things down. I think we talked about this a little bit last week. But we're going to go into a lot of detail here today. So... Loki and secret invasion are the only two Disney plus shows reportedly that are definitely coming this year. I for sure thought we were getting iron heart. And when we did our 2023 hype rankings, we also included echo and Agatha just in case those seemed like long shots. Echo especially or Agatha especially, but then echo, we were like maybe early next year. Now it seems like, okay, Loki season two, probably going to be the first show we get this year. Secret invasion. I thought, you know, that I thought for sure by now, we'd be watching the first episode of secret invasion, given the rate of release, the pace of release of the previous shows. Now it seems Loki might not come until, you know, late spring, early summer. Secret Invasion might be a fall show. The Marvels just got pushed back to November 10th. It was supposed to release in July. Got pushed back to November 10th when it dropped that awesome new poster. I personally think this is a very good thing. I know our comment section is going to be like, give us everything, give us everything, give us everything. And I've spoken about this a bit already because people are calling me out on Twitter because one thing that has been affected by this has been Nova. We'll talk more about Nova in the, in the next third of the show. But first of all, they said the development on Nova has been slowed down because of this. That they're, they're slowing things down. Still, I'm okay with it. I might be getting a little too old to play Nova, I know, but I'm okay with this. Cleo, what do you think of the 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 idea of slowing down, pacing things out, giving things more of a chance to be an event, which means a little bit less content per year?
1: I'm with it. I'm with it, man. I think that coming out of the pandemic, we got spoiled. We got spoiled, man. Like it was like almost every month or what every other month it was drop, 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 drop. Like I remember receiving uh like like um not screeners, but like promotional products from Disney. Like, I have the Loki one. I think I have um, uh, whatever came after that. There's like three or four that just came back to back to back. So getting a chance to now enjoy it all the way through, that allows people to have go, go start with their rumors or speculation of what's coming next. Because a lot of the stuff, in my opinion, was getting predicted via social media beforehand. Like, I was seeing a lot of spoilers before some stuff even premiered. Just because people kind of already knew or people were... Already up on game, they already got hip to game, so I would I like the fact we're slowing down. Uh, you said Loki's going to be coming out first, followed by what followed by which one?
3: Uh, looks, I, I'm per, I think Loki's going to come first, and then Secret Invasion will be the second show this year. I could be wrong, Secret Invasion could still be first, but I think Loki might be the one coming first.
1: You surprised me with the Ironheart pushback, I didn't know that one got pushed back. I that's been people have been ready for that people have been talking about it yeah but no it's not Iron for Heart? sure
3: yet it's not for sure but it, it looks like ironheart might be coming next year
1: all right well i'm with it i'm 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 pro with this i'm i'm with this i'm sorry yeah. bd that nova gets pushed back a little more and more bro but it's okay it's okay
0: It's know, okay. that I means we
3: get it perfection that's the only one i really want tomorrow oh. yesterday twice yeah. jamie how you feeling about all this
4: you know, I think it's a really smart decision. Personally, I, I don't get fatigue, like they say. I could watch a new thing every day and I would be thriving and great and not get sick of it. That's just me and, and content. Uh, uh, you know me. I have no uh, limit. Uh, but I think it's better. I think it's better for quality. I think it's. I think it's. And you know what? Even though I love watching all this stuff and I don't get sick of it, I have been losing a little bit of like the excitement in terms of just like a new thing is coming, and and I'm like like Quantum Mania. As I talked about, like I wasn't that excited for that, and turns out I was right. But um, but I just uh, I I'm like I look forward to like oh only less things. Oh, that's more of an excitement gets to happen, and that's really cool. And you know, and in terms of like I said, quality. You know, I, I keep seeing so many tweets and stuff like, ever since Endgame, Marvel sucks, it's gone downhill. And I totally don't agree with that. I do think they had three pretty weak movies. But for I was thinking about this the other day. I don't think a single one of those Disney Plus shows were misses. I loved every single one. And I think that's pretty impressive, impressive ratio. Uh, you know, a couple of the movies didn't work for me. But I, I, I think that now that they're stepping a little back, taking a little more time to focus on everything, I think that's only... A good thing. Um, I do, Am I bummed? I have to wait a little longer for the Marvels. Yeah, I want to see my ladies interacting. But I'm patient, and I it'll be great. And I'm and I, I only I think that this is only a positive thing. You're you're muted, BD.
3: You're muted, BD. I have to agree. Uh, all the Disney Plus shows. There's certainly some I wanted to be better, uh, but I didn't come away from any of them like I didn't like that. I hated that. That was bad. There's some that I was like, man these endings are getting a little repetitive or, you know, I wish that this had happened a little bit sooner or differently, whatever. But overall, I think if they were spaced out more, we would have, everybody would have appreciated them more. And I know I probably would have, I think that maybe for me, the fatigue bit is real. Uh, I think there's just so much content to watch everywhere that sometimes it starts to feel like an obligation because I want to keep up with the MCU. I care about the MCU. I love the MCU. And then it's just so much to watch so much to dissect, you know, which is, I can't complain. This is my job. I love doing this. There's nothing else I'd actually be good at. So good thing I'm doing this for a living. But I just feel like it may, if these things were spaced out, we had five movies and – or five shows and three movies in 2020. And then we had four shows and four movies in 2021, right? Am I, or am I, am I backwards? I don't know. We had WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If?, and Hawkeye all in 2020 had black widow Shang chi and eternals all in 2020 that's a lot in one year so i think i do think that giving these things space to breathe giving people time to like meet the characters meet the cast spend time getting to know the cast online one of the most fun things about the infinity saga was also watching chris Evans and robert downey jr on press tours watching scarlett johansson and chris hemsworth and jeremy renner all these people you know have fun together and i mean Like, that's what happened. Look at Star Wars. That cast had fun doing episode seven. They didn't really have as much fun doing eight and nine. And then people stopped enjoying it as much too. So I don't know. Maybe there's a connection in in enjoying the in the cast and crew having fun and having time to have fun. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see this. I also wonder if this is a Bob Chapek versus Bob Iger thing. Because as soon as Bob Iger Iger comes back, they're like, all right, hold on. Well, I I know kind of the economy is not doing great. So maybe they are just tightening the belt a little bit, spending a little bit less money. Maybe Bob Iger's like, hold on, this is our most important brand right now. This is our cash cow. Marvel is, I don't know if there's anything else at Disney that makes money like Marvel does. Maybe Pixar, maybe Disney Animation. I don't know their numbers. I'm not, but I do think Marvel makes a ton of money. They put out banger after banger at the box office and they're like, listen, we can't slip. Let's figure it out. So Bob Iger might just be like, all right, maybe if we release a little bit less at a time, they'll make a little bit more each time. I don't know. that's, That's kind of what I'm thinking might be happening.
1: Marvel getting that merch money, bro. Marvel ain't (laughs) missed. Disney over there looking like, hey, man, we selling toys, helmets, hammers, shields, claws, arrows. Let these things breathe, damn it. Like, I just want to hear that conversation. I want to be in on that convo, man, for sure.
3: Guardians of the Galaxy 3 stuff just started popping up at Target today. Man. The merch. The merch.
1: Yeah, the merch. Most important, man. One thing Disney going to do, they going to get that merch money.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's, I feel like we all kind of are in agreement. I think some people in the comments are like, yeah, I want to see more. I want to see more. But ultimately nobody is disagreeing that we're hoping this leads to higher quality. And it's not even that I I totally agree with Jamie. I see it's It's like cool now. If you're like, you know, a 15 year old TikToker to say the MCU sucks. Like it's everybody like, it's kind of like, there's two different, it's divided now. You have people who, you know, enjoy this stuff. And then you have people who think it's cool to dunk on the MCU and they always existed, but now it seems like there's more and they're louder. Whatever, dude. I just want to enjoy this stuff. I want to be able to take a second to breathe with it and have fun with it. And it seems like this is a step in that direction. Uh, before we move on, anybody else want to weigh in on any of this? Give everybody a chance here oh uh i i just don't agree um uh <laughs> so i want you to think
0: about for each of you what's the favorite thing you used to eat when you were a kid like what, what was your favorite thing to eat
3: as a child but jamie? when i eat too much of it i want something else yeah but no 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 what, what was your favorite thing that you ate i mean probably gummy worms gummy worms jamie ravioli ravioli good
4: uh, I ate Lean Cuisine pizza every day of high school, so Woo! I guess
3: maybe it is. Wow. I don't know nice. which, <laughs> which Lean Cuisine
0: pizza. Dear God!
4: Uh, the three meat Link Cuisine pizzas every day. <laughs> I ate one of this. That sounds
0: good. Now I want Lean Cuisine pizza. Cleo, <laughs> what are you, what was your favorite thing to eat when you were in like when you were a kid?
1: I'm still eating it till today. Kraft mac and cheese.
0: Kraft mac and cheese. That <laughs> fluorescent like orange, delightful blue box. Dear God.
1: Consistency consistency
0: you hear hear that craft we are we are open for business you come on over here sponsor phase zero it's the cheesiest um so i would forward that a lot of the stuff that we like when we are kids or from the past isn't really tied to the thing itself because we all kind of were like these things are bad for us right but you remember the time like your mom making you macaroni and cheese like begging for the gummy worms getting them out of the the checkout aisle when you were a kid, right? I think that that is motivating mm, 85 to maybe even 90% of all of this amongst all of us. Like, the world has changed. Things are not as good. I am not 23 years old anymore. My back hurts all the time now. It sucks. <laughs> I need a new computer chair right now. I'm going to talk to Cleo after we get off camera about getting myself to set up like him because I don't want to have scoliosis. So, hey, I, have God, I, <laughs> I think that that is at the key of a lot of this. I don't know why There's a lot of media people, not you, BD, not you, Jamie. I saw a thing yesterday from another outlet that was talking about why Ant-Man 3 won't make freaking Avatar the way of water money and why that's a problem for Disney. I'm like, were you expecting Ant-Man to make as much money as a James (laughs) Cameron movie? Like, what are we doing? It's insane. (laughs) So I don't understand how we got here other than it's not 2018 or 16 anymore. I can't do a kickflip anymore without my knees hurting. And that is, uh, seems to be at the heart of a lot of this. So I don't know. Uh, they're getting they're, they're spacing them out. One thing I do, I would like to say, though, even if you do space them out, I would like to see an effort to have the same sort of breadth of storytelling we had in Phase 4. Because you, you can say a lot of things about it. There are so many more POVs. There's so many more stories being told that will happen over Phase 4 that plainly just did not happen in Phase 1, 2, and 3 right? Just did not, not occur. Shang-Chi, not a thing. Like, Eternals, not, no. Like, Black, Black Widow. They, we, Kevin Feige had to like, dangle someone off of a roof to get Black Widow made. Like, I would still like those things, and for those things not to be pushed to the side, so that I can have Toy Story 5, okay? I love Lightyear, by the way. Angus, I'm rooting for you. I wish they would give you a second one. Goodness gracious. So, I just, those are my concerns, because I, like, our co- colleague Valdez. When we heard about everything getting pushed back, he's like, oh, my mom was really excited about Echo. And now he has to tell her, like, it's probably not happening this year. And, you know, with the way things go in digital distribution, so- it might not happen at all. Because, you know, we're deleting shows wholeheart and deleting movies heart now. So I, I just, I would, if we're going to do this, I would just like to make, see some sort of commitment to the very viewpoints of getting a chance to shine.
3: So let me ask you this, though. I agree. I agree. I want that as well. Are you enjoying the MCU as much right now as you were in, like, you know, the Infinity Saga? I am, but I know that we're in phase
0: one of it. That's the thing. I feel like that's the other part of this, too. We're not at phase three. Like, 2018 and 19 were such a freaking rush because everything was on that mad dash to freaking Infinity War and Endgame that everything felt so freaking important because Thanos was right there. And then like for a couple of those movies, he had succeeded. And you're like, what happened? You had people going into like Ant-Man and the Wasp being like, how can there possibly be Ant-Man and the Wasp with their dust? Those funny memes of out of context. Oh, leaks from Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's two piles of dirt. <laughs> like it was funny back then, but we were at the end. Like we're at the beginning now. I don't. I don't know. It just seems. I agree really with that. Hundred. I don't. I don't
3: know. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I think maybe you know a couple of my favorite characters are gone, and the, the new characters aren't. Uh, I, I like a lot of them a lot, but not as much as I love. Like I mean, listen. I love Shang Chi. I think Spider Man's great uh and and, uh, there's there's characters in in phase four that i'm really looking forward to seeing again but i'd be lying if i said anybody's even coming close to iron man if anybody's coming close to the relationship iron man and captain america had we got to build that i know i know but i just feel like phase four was a bit more all over the place when at least like phase one had them all meet or most of them meet and then we got to look forward to other ones meeting and we got to establish relationships between these characters that i found to be tremendously interesting Pretty quickly. And honestly, pretty quickly. That took four years. That took four years. That took from 2008 to 2012. And that took five movies. Five time MCU champion. So
4: <laughs> I, I would like to go on know. record uh to once again say that phase four is my favorite phase and that three of the phase four projects cracked my top 10 mcu of all time uh, actually that's a lie four of them did and uh just and yeah there was some stuff going on but like they're meaty they're different they're risks and while there are uh, i didn't like a couple of the movies uh didn't i should say i didn't love a couple of movies i do think phase four is my favorite phase
0: There are worse reviewed movies on Jamie's freaking letterbox than some of those phase four movies. For sure, everybody. Like, for sure. And torture.
3: Dear God. What'd you say, Cleo?
1: Jamie, phase four is your favorite phase?
4: It gave me WandaVision, my favorite thing that's ever been created in this history of the universe. So okay, that helped. Uh, okay. And uh, and I love Black Widow. I love Loki. I love Hawkeye. Like all of those things cracked my top 10. So uh, I think phase three was the best phase in terms of I don't think there's a single Definitely. like I, I think I do think phase three is the best phase. But phase four is my favorite phase.
3: I think phase two and three were both better than four. You had Guardians one. you Age of Ultron was such Age of Ultron's such an underrated film. If phase three, ha- I mean, obviously, phase three is it's it, it, you don't have phase three without one and two. So, I understand phase four can't do what phase three did, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's this is maybe we'll do a ranking in the phases, uh, one of these days coming up here, and that'll be <laughs> wee, what could go yeah. wrong. All oh, right, Joe, well. This is this is why this is why we have a whole panel of people here. We got a whole bunch of opinions, and that's what makes it all fun. Everybody in the comment section is having fun with us and being uh being enthusiastic and supportive and and open minded with opinions, and nobody's being mean. I love that about the Phase Zero community. So thank you for that. We'll be right back in just one more minute. We have a lot of MCU news to talk about, and not a lot of time to do it. So we're gonna take a quick one minute break. We'll be right back to uh to run through it all. See you in a moment. Welcome back to Phase Zero, Season 3, Episode 8. It's been a fun one so far. I'm having a good time. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for having so much fun with us today. Yeah. 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 All right. We got some MCU news to talk about. I'm a little out of breath. I had to run downstairs and grab my charger. I was at 8%. Oh, I'm at 3%. I was like, oh, my computer's going to die on the show. But we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, We got MCU news to talk about. We got some bullet points here. I got the first one. Peyton Reed wants to direct Nova. I'm so sorry. Peyton, I love you. You're a tremendous person. I actually do enjoy your movies more than it seems a lot of people do uh, online. Um, I thought Ant-Man was great. I thought Ant-Man and the Wasp was great. I thought Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania was okay. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Nova to be anything like Quantumania. I don't really need Nova to be much like the first two Ant-Man movies. I I think Nova is a very different character from Ant-Man. I think Richard Ryder is a different dude. I think he's more like Iron Man. I would love to see Jon Favreau do Nova. He has done Iron Man. He has done The Mandalorian. He's gone out into space. I think Jon, if I could have anybody right now, I think Jon Favreau might be one of my top choices to direct Nova because he understands a character that's a little bit cocky, sometimes too cocky for his own good. He's a character who just tries to do a little too much when he's trying to help people, and maybe not do it the perfect way, but has ways he wants to do it. I just think, uh, man, if it's Richard Ryder, I think Jon Favreau might be the guy for that for me. Uh, Peyton, I could, I'll be happy with you working in the MCU again. And if it's Nova, I will support it. I'll, you know, I'll be open minded. I can't wait to see it. But Jon Favreau's the guy I think would be great for Nova.
1: I think, I think BD, listen. I'm listening. Hear me out here. Peyton Reed. He pitches you the idea for Nova. And he's like, all right, so I want you to picture intergalactic battles, big flashing lights, bring it on competition.
3: Yes. That's what that the way.
1: Nova film would be. When
3: when you put it that way.
1: Come on, BD. This man gave us bring it on. This man gave us spirit fingers. Listen,
2: Speaking
4: my language. He gave us he spirit
3: this. <laughs> give me, give me, no, stop it. You Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not about to say a bad thing about Peyton Reed. I like the guy quite a bit. Okay. Agreed.
1: Agreed. <laughs> but th- this picture that, man. Like, yo, he's, he, I get it. I get it. You, you're going off, of course, of and everything he's done already. But bro, like he, he's already put the work in. He's already put the work in. That's my thing. If, if he's put the work in and it, it, it's seen the, the level of success, give him a new story, give him a new character and let him go play.
3: I'm not, I don't think he'd make a bad Nova movie. I, I I just based on the pre these three Marvel movies and yes, bring it on. I, 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 in Peyton's movies, I don't find myself really invested in the characters and attached to the characters with the exception being the relationship between Ant-Man and Cassie in the first movie kind of in the second movie there's really not too much else that i've found myself emotionally invested in payton's marvel movies i want to i want to care about nova i want to know why that he's doing everything the world mind tells him he can't i want to see this guy become a a freaking space lieutenant you know i want to see him get with gamora under under uh annihilation's control and think he's about to rule the world you know so i there's things i want to see that I think John Favreau could do really well. I saw somebody say Sean Levy would be good too. I think that'd be interesting as well. I think Sean Levy's a pretty good director. I like him a lot as well. I don't know that Peyton Reed has has nailed the tone I want for a Nova movie, uh, which is more in line with Iron Man and maybe even uh, Free Guy slash Stranger Things. But uh, hey, Free Guy was great, Aaron. I don't want to see that face. Free Guy's a great movie. I, one of the best I, surprises I of the thought, year. It came it out. Fine.
0: I thought it was fine.
3: Yeah, fine wow. is a great one. It was fine. All right, let's keep it moving here. Let's keep it moving.
0: All right, so we got Anthony Mackie casting doubt on Sam Wilson leading the Avengers as we all try to figure out, you know, are there Avengers? Do they exist? Do they know things? Let's find out. So talking to Empire Magazine, Mackie said, Sam is the only character without superpowers. He's just a regular dude hanging out with a bunch of weirdos. Being from New Orleans, I've been in a few fights, and heart and charisma never helped me in a fight. That usually just got me beat up. So that might cause an issue when you go fight somebody like Thanos. Um, <laughs> who does everybody think is going to be the leader if it's not Sam?
3: I mean, Carol, right? Like, I think it's Carol. Yeah. Too, for sure. It's It's got to be Carol. But I also think Sam's going to be heavily involved in calling the shots. This man's got a military background. He's worked with Captain America, Steve Rogers. He is Captain America, you know.
4: That was a really good quote. I'm glad I didn't read it ahead of time because that really was funny.
0: <laughs> Being charming is a superpower, yes. uh, Anthony. Goodness gracious. You'll be all
3: right. You'll figure out. You'll try You're to having... have a with them or something. Do you think Anthony Mackie will be able to work into the movies uh, Sam Wilson smoking a cigar? Oh, yeah. come on. That's happening in New World Order at some point early in New World Order, right? Yeah. There's got to be a moment with... Uh, with, with Sam Wilson and Harrison Ford's Thaddeus Ross. <laughs> Just sitting there smoking fat stokes. <laughs> Just yeah, be a good visual. How bold of you to assume it won't happen in the press tour! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we don't have it in the press store. I've seen I've seen Anthony Mackie in between the interviews just go stand right outside the hotel on New York City Street just to smoke a cigar, and he doesn't care how many people are going to come up to him. That man just wants his cigar. On the set of Avengers Infinity War, this man fully suited up his falcon, came over during the interviews. He's sitting there with Sebastian Stan, just chilling, smoking a cigar. He's, he's Mackie lives his life. I respect it. I respect the hell out of the way. Mackie is Mackie, and he never is anything else. Mm.
1: Shout out to Anthony Mackie, man. Like, it's crazy to see just the career that this man has had even before getting, uh, mm-hmm. you know, being in the MCU. Like, his, his resume is so stacked. He has been in a, a part of some blockbuster films, films that, that are just very memorable as well. I mean, the eight mile thing is still the funniest thing to me to know that he went from <laughs> that stage of getting destroyed by M to being, you know, an Avenger uh but yeah i, 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 I agree with a me real mean.
3: good marriage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: guy don't want a battle he shook because ain't no such things it's halfway crooks man shout out to anthony mackie for sure an og bro yeah, was, was, was he in a film called the bureau with, with matt damon the bureau mm-hmm. i could have swore I, that, that like i, I Jeff- was watching a the, the adjustment bureau
4: yeah i don't know if he's in it but that's the name of that movie <laughs>
3: that's isn't the one he is he is the adjustment bureau he isn't that he
1: popped up in that i was like what what the
3: hell is this bro
1: nah his resume is too stacked man and he's got
3: a movie coming to netflix i think this week i just interviewed him for it i think it releases on friday uh you can find this interview on comicbook.com for it's called we have a ghost pretty funny little uh amblin tribute movie um yeah Mackie's Mackie's the man man and i think i don't know if he'll be like the guy at the avengers but he will be one of the top ranking you know calling the shots avengers and i I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Is it only Carol? Though? Like,
1: before we move on, is it only, is Carol the only answer as far as who's going to be leading or who I could be?
3: I don't think Shuri is a leader in the Avengers yet. I think Shuri's got a lot to learn. I don't think they're going to let a child who scoffs at tradition be the leader of the Avengers just yet. Uh, who's left? Shang-Chi is not the leader of the Avengers yet? No way. Spider-Man, another kid. He's not, I don't know if he's, I don't know if that kid's ready to. Who's it's Carol? It's got to be Carol.
1: Fantastic Four is not set up to come out before this, right? At all, like well, before well,
3: the Fantastic end, Four does drop before Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. But man, if they just come in and run the show, that'd be crazy.
1: It's but it but it's Reed.
3: Reed but, comes but, in. But, look at me. Look at me. But it, I'm but the it's captain Reed, now. Man.
1: Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Reed,
3: bro. I'm telling you, I just tweeted this the other day. Tom Holland is gonna be showing up to the set of the next Avengers movie, like that Drake video. I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the who the
1: hell, who, who the hell are y'all, <laughs> who, who are y'all? <laughs> for sure.
3: All right, all right. Uh we got a couple more to get through here right to while we wind down.
4: All right, you know, I called them this on Twitter and I stand by at these dirty little teasers. Mike Coulter and Kristen Ritter keep hanging out together and saying stuff like this. Hey, hey, Power Man. Little devil emojis. And here's the thing. Here's what I think. I think that these two are just friends and they like to go hiking together and they like to... (laughs) That's. I really think that's just what it is, and like they like to like trick us. Um, I don't think it's anything more than that. I know. Uh, I even I did some research to see if maybe it could be a romantic thing. No, Mike's been married to the same woman for 20 years. Although while googling that, I learned he's also second cousins with Viola Davis. I didn't know that. Um, fun little fact I learned today. Um, I think that they are just pals, and they like to hang out, and they like to do things like this to drive all of us insane. Um, but if it does mean they're coming back, you guys you guys know jessica jones is my girl i I would love to see these two together again daredevil's coming it's a possibility but i do think that they're trolling us what do you guys think
3: i think they're coming back and this photo has nothing to do with it (laughs) (laughs) that's my thoughts i think i I definitely think she's back i think he'll be back columbia south carolina native mike colter shout out to the gamecocks even though he went to fsu it's okay but <laughs>
1: college reps are ridiculous. You guys, are gang-bang. <laughs> you guys be like hella gang banging on each other for no reason, bro. <laughs> the rivalry is not that serious, bro. But I get it. I get it. Aaron, what hey, do you think, man? Um, I was just gonna ask: Is Burnthal in the hiking
0: group? Like, is Charlie Cox in the in the, in the hiking group? But they out of frame. They're like over here. He <laughs> took the picture. He took the picture? Okay, there we go. Because I was wonder, like, like I'd be offended. Like, Finn Jones is just somewhere. Like, no one called me uh poor fit let's be
3: if there was anybody we thought might not get the call to hang out i feel like for some reason we'd all just assume it would be finn jones who gets left out of the party did hey, listen adam is going to text him right now i'm going to ask adam to
0: text finn jones right now and ask him like hey are you in the hiking group like do you have any recommendations on
3: trail shoes um but i
0: think they're totally coming back i, I think, I think they're that back. they're coming yeah. back
3: too i think i think at least most of them are coming back i agree i agree and uh, John Bernthal, John Burnthal's busy doing his uh his awesome podcast. Yeah, that, that podcast is crazy. I've listened to clips from that podcast. That man had to hear some stories. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving.
0: Okay, so we got some uh, Spider Verse pop figures. Uh, somewhere, Layla, who is waiting to meet uh, Pedro Pascal right now, is like, "No, I'm missing pop talk." Uh, so we got Spider Bite, who actually originated, I believe, in the Spider Verse event. New design for her. She's linked to like the web of life and destiny in that event. So she'll probably have a lot to do with this multiverse, uh, Spider Verse that they have to traverse in the movie. We also already, I think, we already saw like images of the vulture, like the Leonardo da Vinci-esque, yeah, venture medieval vulture that looks like the Vitruvian Man. That's that's gonna be cool looking. Like cool. all this, the thing that. Probably the most fun part of the Spider-Verse movies is the wild designs for all the alternate Peters and all the alternate Spider-People. And they went crazy in the first one. So, you know, like, from some of these figures that are released, I'm like, oh, it's going to be even more insane this time around. I -hmm. cannot wait. Of course, it's my number one movie. Are you guys uh, excited to see what other weird uh, Spider-Variants are out there?
3: Spider-Bite looks dope. Yeah spider bite looks dope i'll be honest i've been out of the pop game for a minute i started buying too many hot toys i was like all right i could completely stop buying Funkos and buy like three hot toys figures a year instead or two three's a lot but but uh i I decided to start doing that because if you look around here i mean look up look up at the at the ceiling here this is like that's like a small fraction of what's going on they line the whole ceiling we got we got pop figures all over the house at my house and i'm like all right listen I got I to slow my roll here. So aside from some of the Comic-Con exclusives, I haven't really bought any, but these could get me back. These could get me back. It's really
1: really yeah. cool. I'm digging the Spider-Bite design for sure that this was a character that I did not know would actually be in uh, into the Spider-Verse part two, but this looks really, really cool. So I'm excited to see her in the film for sure yeah
0: we yeah. saw tj freak out and i believe someone else in our slack freak out when they showed off scarlet spider ben riley he's in here too uh mm-hmm. as the releases and he looks like he's inked like it's the early 90s so there's like excessive shadow in his eyes or half his head it looks great I uh, yes. just everybody's wallets in the chat are just crying poor nicole <laughs> she said she's gonna buy all them for her kid godspeed nicole that, that pop box a
3: going to be huge, huh? the, the president of the Namor fan club in the comments section, Nicole Drum. <laughs> All right. We got one more thing here before we wrap up today's show, and it's about Iron Man. Hey, I might say we saved the best for last. If you have my opinion, you agree. Uh, Iron Man, no longer on the table, according to Stephen Broussard. Broussard is the EP on, uh, or the producer on Quantumania, and he's the VP of production at, uh, at Marvel Studios. He's talking to IO9, and he said this while talking about generational heroes. Quote, after these first 10 years of Marvel storytelling, torches are being passed, like with Robert Downey Jr. no longer being on the table and stuff like that. So it was kind of like a new generation stepping to the forefront, which, again, has always happened in the comics. Yes, it has happened. Uh, this, this quote, uh, that's the end of the quote, by the way. This quote has gone everywhere saying that, like, it's not happening. Robert Downey Jr. is off the table. it's never I, I really think what he meant was like, yes, right now in this current phase. We don't have Iron Man. We don't have Robert Downey Jr. I still think he's back in Secret Wars. I'd be kind of surprised if not. That said, with Bobby Iger coming in and possibly tightening the budget the way I think he might be, as I alluded to earlier in the show, man, getting Robert Downey Jr. to be in Secret Wars, you could probably make a whole different movie. So I don't know. It's going to be expensive to get him back. I don't believe we've seen Robert Downey Jr. play a version of Tony Stark for the last time. I, maybe that's just denial, but I, I I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. And I wish secret wars was honestly a little bit further out so that it could be more of like a force awakens type phenomenon when they all do come back. But I understand that, you know, a lot of people aren't getting any younger. And if we're going to get them back, we got to do it when we can. But, uh, I don't, I don't think this is the kind of slamming the door forever type of quote. It is that a lot of the headlines seem to be implying. What do you guys think? I agree with you. It just That's seems it. pretty straightforward. He's just saying, we're not using Iron Man anymore. We're introducing new heroes. Yeah. Pretty straightforward.
0: I, I don't know. This is the same man that told us the Young Avengers isn't happening. I don't believe him about that either. I don't know why. Steve Besson, I'm sure you're a lovely person. I keep calling you a liar. But I am. I am. <laughs> we're, playing, we're playing werewolf out here, apparently, <laughs> yeah. with, uh, with him. Because I... I, like listen if there's there's one thing if you go to the board and like oh you need movie we need money to do like some weird thing like just some strange project but if you go to them and be like i need this money so we can get robert downey jr back and the movie will double its gross like they're gonna give it to you you know what i mean you can't go to a bank and be like i'd like a loan for a thousand chili dogs but if you like go to get like a house like they'll, they'll listen to you. you know
3: <laughs> I, I going into Endgame. I thought there was no way they kill Iron Man strictly from a business perspective. I was like, that dude's just a cash cow. He's in, he influences every freaking story, uh, and they keep you. They use him to market Spider Man movies. Like Spider Man is like the biggest superhero Marvel owns, and they used Iron Man to market that because they recognize that Iron Man sells tickets. So I don't know. It is. It is. I do think you're right, Aaron. If they were like, hey, we need the money to get this guy back, they know it's an investment. They're going to see a return on. And Downey's team knows it too. That's why he might be the first actor to get paid a billion dollars for one movie.
1: I don't God. think he come. Yo, I don't think you bring him back for Secret Wars, BD. I got to be honest, man. I don't think you do it. When I you think bring Modo, where do you
3: bring him back if ever?
1: It, net, then later, like it's st- it's weird. It's gonna sound crazy to say out loud, but I still think it's too early. Like I still feel that way. Like. Rob, we haven't even seen or you know Robert in anything of, of that same kind of caliber since, as far as the acting side of him goes. He doesn't need to. The man is well off, but I still I still think it's too early. And then it's like he's the he's the the saving grace of everything. Like all right, like all right, cool. If Tony Stark is back to do it again. Nah, then we get yeah, it again. It's, <laughs> it's
3: my boy. I'll, <laughs> I'll watch I'll watch Iron Man watch paint dry. Okay, I true. love Iron Man. No, I I agree though. I do feel like Secret Wars. It'll have been seven years, but I will think, think it's been too soon. And yeah, he had Downey really hasn't been in anything big. I mean, he did Doolittle, and it you know one week in theaters for that. Theaters decided to shut down for eight months. So I'm not saying Doolittle was the cause, but <laughs> it was a movie. Uh, and uh no, I'm just playing. I love Downey, and uh, I never saw Doolittle, so I can't really dog on it too hard. I just read the reviews. Uh, he's got Oppenheimer coming up, and I'm sitting here like, man. I love doing that comic photo with all these celebrities. If I were to get Downey, if Warner Brothers were to hook it up with the Downey interview, can I bring that Iron Man comic book to the Oppenheimer junket and take this photo? Because when am I ever going to get this chance again? I don't know. Woo! Well, take
1: the chance, bro. Take the chance. I'm if it pops saying, up, take it.
3: I've only ever had one person not take the photo. That one person I asked for photo, they didn't take it. And uh, everyone else is cool about it. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I've never tried to do it outside of the movie they're promoting though so this would be that would be the first time but we'll see we'll see we'll see i'm talking to john favreau on monday i could do it with him too with an iron man book Mm -hmm. uh, at the mandalorian junket but we'll see we'll see i'm getting a little ahead of myself here all right y'all well this was a fun show we gotta wrap it up i'm talking to jeff loveness in about 40 minutes if you have a question for ant-man and the wasp quantumania writer Jeff Loveness, Avengers the Kang Dynasty writer, Jeff Loveness. Send him my way on Twitter. If you're listening to us in podcast form, well, the interview probably already happened. But you can uh, go to the Phase Zero channel on Friday. We will have a, uh, we will have a video uh, with Peyton Reed's insights. That are some spoilery insights I can't talk about just yet. And Jeff Loveness's spoilery insights, which I haven't even gotten just yet. Uh, And we will have a whole video breaking all that stuff down, dissecting Ant-Man from the people who made it, coming to the Phase Zero channel Friday afternoon. I hope you all watch it, love it, subscribe, leave, you know, thumbs up and comments and all that fun stuff. Jamie, any last words for today's show?
4: I just want to say that I wish I could go back in time and tell 13-year-old me about Zero on Zero because she would lose her mind. Uh, you, I still have my whole DVD I bought the day it was released, 20-year-old wow. DVD. So uh, this is cool. It was nice to meet you, Cleo.
1: Love, JB.
3: <laughs> love, love. Love <laughs> it. Aaron?
0: Uh it's at something like hornet on twitter i would like to shamelessly plug where i'm doing a panel for virtuous con on sunday with a bunch of comics creators about the differences between indie and big two publishing and we've got like vita ayala and brandon thomas and nicholas draper ivy who writes static all the milestone peoples in there is a black history month celebration y'all should come through and listen to us i'll be talking about it on twitter so if you want to hear us talk about milestone or miles morales or any of these people who bring the comics that we watch on tv or on movies to life come through and hang out
3: that's awesome cleo thank you so much for joining us on phase zero today we will give you the floor to uh to say your farewells to the amazing phase zero community
1: shout out to the phase zero community thank you aaron thank you bd jamie thank you guys for having me on as a guest uh the 20 year anniversary of holes is actually coming up in april And to celebrate it, uh, I decided to surprise a bunch of people who go to this uh, event called Be Our Guests, where they just go and sing Disney songs and they just sing along. They're just in a good vibe in the theater together. They had no idea that there would be a live performance for me. So I showed up and I performed the Dig It song from the film for the very first time ever in history of my life. So the video is up on YouTube. You can guys go and check that out. And, uh, yeah, man, I really did have a blast being here talking with you guys, man. Thank you guys so much. And I look forward to the next time we get, get the chance to connect.
3: Oh man. We hope to have you on the show again sometime. Cleo dude, you were a great guest. The comment section, especially on Twitch right now is lighting up with love for you. Uh, thank you so much, Cleo. Thanks to the phase zero community for giving Cleo such a warm welcome. Make sure to head over to comicbook.com slash Marvel for Jenna's interviews with the cast of Quantumania. Subscribe to the channel. Go follow Cleo at Cleo Thomas and, uh, we'll see you next week, everybody.